0: Sports on Tap podcast with the two best brothers in sports. And I'm one of them, of course,
1: Sammy. And I'm George. Welcome on in. What's going on every single listener? Well, I don't know what's going on because I can't answer for them. So No, but they're answering right now in their head. Like, what's going on? Hmm, I might be driving to work. They might be sitting at work. They're answering that question for me. Uh, good, good for them i would never respond to myself
0: but you're you're a self-talker so maybe you would i'm not a self-talker
1: <laughs> i am <laughs> i don't know what to say about that i'm totally you am. are a self-talker i mean I you gotta
0: have some personality on this podcast people, yeah. let people know that you are a self-talker george one of those guys that does talk to himself like out loud so i'm not a self-talker so all day george every day listening to a podcast that somebody said how's it going listeners he actually might out loud respond I don't know if I would, because I'm not a self talker. But George might actually say, "You know what? I'm, I'm pretty good."
1: Yeah, pretty I good. probably would. I am. I'm. I'm definitely. Uh, look, people who talk to themselves are, according to multiple multiple sources, are geniuses. So it's pretty, pretty hard and sometimes being a genius. Oh, so. maybe maybe psychopath as well. So you know, it's a little bit of both. <laughs> you know, there
0: also says George that people with self talk have depression and anxiety. So really. Sounds like a weird little mix there. Yeah, Google self talk.
1: At least we're ge- at least we're geniuses. I've geniuses never even heard. At least I've never I've never actually heard of anyone call it. Oh, you're a self talk. I, mean, I always say talking to myself, but now it's, it's like self talk.
0: I thought you were a genius. You, literally, you can Google self talk. Okay, well we know we've debunked the genius theory. It's literally called self talk. Really, it's like okay. a psychological thing called
1: self talk, and you know, I don't do it, but I've definitely looked it up. <laughs> So what do you do? You just like sit there in silence and think you don't like think out loud. Pretty much. Wow. Interesting. I spend a lot of time talking
0: to you and uh, other times I'd like to just keep my mouth shut. All
1: right. Fair, fair.
0: Uh, No problem. Well, we're on to NFL week four. We got our one minute warning coming on. We got our uh, three Kings, three Stooges, and we got a little plug right here coming by me, which is for those that know that know the two brothers that we run as part of the sports on tap or SANT, whatever you want to call it. That's what the abbreviation is. We also run SANT Seattle. That's S O N T Seattle on all platforms. And we run the sports on tap Seattle podcast and the Seattle Mariners have made the playoffs for the first time in 21 years. So if you're into Seattle sports, which I know some of you may be, go ahead and listen over there too. Um, we're going to have a lot of Seattle Seahawks content and Mariners. We're right now a very exciting time for the Mariners. So just wanted to throw that out there and, uh, fun times in sports and we'll talk some seattle sports on this podcast too when we get to the best quarterback in the nfl all
1: right yep uh spoiler mr not russell it's not Wilson. it's not this is the true mr unlimited because the one yeah. in denver is limited he is he is very limited and i can't wait to get there unfortunately he's not one of my stooges
0: He's week, not one yeah. of the three worst quarterbacks this week but we're still going to talk about him at some point so should we rock this one-minute warning? Let's rock the one-minute warning, baby. We're going to get started with the Dolphins and Bengals, and uh, I'm going to just press play here and uh, get us going. All right. The Dolphins uh, lost 15-27 to to the Cincinnati Bengals, and what I will say really quick is a really sad moment in the NFL with what you saw with Tua. So I don't really take much out of
1: the game because if Tua was in there, I think it might have been a different result. But a sad moment, to say the least. I mean, definitely one of the scariest moments in NFL history. I don't know how long they can actually hold out to, or when they can actually bring back to, I guess, is the question, right? Like, there's no way. I know he's out this week. but There's there's not going to be a comfortable time to bring him back within the next two, three weeks without people, you know, raising some eyebrows here.
0: Yeah, and it's one of those weird situations, I think, because as fans you know, I didn't really, I don't know. I know he had a little bit of a concussion that they said was maybe a little bit of a different injury the week before. I mean, I didn't think about it going into the game against Cincinnati. Um, So it's like, I think sometimes you get a little too much hate as an organization and as a coach, Mike McDaniel, everyone's hating on them for letting him play. But I mean, I didn't think about it. It, You also have to consider it just might be a freak accident and it sucks. It sucks. That's the game of football and I don't like to point fingers at
1: anybody. It's just a shitty situation to see. More than I know. That. Totally, totally shitty situation. All right, next game up, Vikings, 28 Saints, 25 in London. And Sammy, I saw the best tweet about this game, and it was a picture or a video of Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston talking on the sideline and said, wouldn't Jameis and Andy Dalton be the best ever TV uh, movie where a black cop and a white cop go to London and have no idea about the British culture? Yeah, I think it, I think it
0: was two British police, a white guy and a black guy, that just don't understand the culture. It wasn't like go to, from America. I know oh, the wasn't tweet. Hard. Yeah, you saw the tweet. Yeah, Man, that it was was a British, they're seeing a British cop show with two guys that just don't understand the culture because it does look like that. The white redhead and Jameis is just you know Jameis. He's a he's an African American dude with dreads, and it's like a perfect combo of like the complete opposite of people in London. Uh, and this game means nothing because, like you just said, Andy Dalton, he was the starting quarterback. Um, so I can't take anything away from this. The saints were without Kamara, Thomas and Jameis. Yeah. So like, whatever,
1: whatever, <laughs> exactly. That's best I will say, I'll say this, George
0: London games. I actually got to watch it. I don't, I'm assuming you didn't watch it cause it was 6 30 AM yeah. Pacific time. I was in New York for a wedding that weekend, the nine 30 start. I could, I could watch the game. It's actually not in the East coast. It's not that bad.
1: But yeah, no, I bet. And they say the crowd was really rowdy; like they were even cheering during punts and stuff. They really like football over there, uh, obviously.
0: But yeah, yeah, next up, we'll see how Germany is.
1: Yeah, totally. I bet you same, same way, same way. Yeah, even maybe more because they've never had it before.
0: So there's that. Um, Browns versus Falcons. The
1: Falcons win
0: twenty three to twenty.
1: Cool. I mean, Falcons are two and two. Like, didn't expect or the that. And so are the Browns. Also, didn't expect that with these quarterbacks. But I got nothing about this game. I, I don't think I even watched a minute of it. I did not. For
0: those that don't know, like I said, I was at a wedding. I spent a lot of time rewatching every single 24-minute highlight on NFL. I think this is the one that I skipped. But I will say, uh, the Falcons are the only team undefeated undefeated against the spread this year.
1: So yeah, which means that on the bet ag- I bet bet against them this week against the spread, most likely.
0: Most likely, or bet on it.
1: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to write it out against Buccaneers, personally. And Cordero Patterson went on the IR. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, never mind. Don't bet on him. Don't bet on him. <laughs> All
0: right, are Jordan you next?
1: Card, right? No, no, I just, didn't I just give that one, or did you give that one? I just did, and I said... Uh, God, I'm Falcon. so... Bad. Man, I'm so bad at keeping track of who went first. I was like... Remember the game before, the the Jameis one? You did it? Yeah, yeah, I did that one. That's right. I talked so much, I forgot I did that one. All right, so Commanders 10, Cowboys 25. Okay, I would usually
0: take this time to bash on Carson Wentz because he sucks. But Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to get there in our quarterback segment later. I'm not saying he is one of my stooges. I'm just saying he's definitely on my list. Um, But Cooper Rush... He's the first Cowboys quarterback to ever start off 5-0 in his first five starts. Just throwing that out there. Is there much of a difference between Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott? And I think the answer actually might be no. I'm not saying there should be a controversy. I still think Dak is Dak's job. But is there much of a difference?
1: No, there's barely any difference at all between Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott at the moment. And I think the... The sentence here, and no one's really been talking about it enough, was this is the battle of the red-headed quarterbacks. And so far this season...
0: There's actually three the, red-headed quarterbacks played this week. That's pretty crazy.
1: Go that's pretty... Oh, yeah, Andy Dalton as Andy well. Dalton. The battle of the red-headed quarterbacks in the NFL, which has usually been Carson Wentz, Sam Darnold, and Andy Dalton. You know, Carson Wentz was probably the best one out of a bunch, barely. Um, no, Cooper Rush is the best red-headed quarterback in the NFL. Andy Dalton's better than Carson Wentz. Career-wise, no, yeah, maybe. Andy Dalton had a good, like, four or five years where he yeah, didn't get like, benched by his team. <laughs> okay, true. But last year, I guess if you're going, I was going back to last year. Like, who held okay. Who held the best red-headed quarterback in the NFL? No one. Well, there has to be someone who was the best red-headed quarterback. It was Carson Wentz. He's the only starting red-headed quarterback going into this season. so okay. he's, he's by default. By default. It doesn't matter. That doesn't make yeah. you the best. You're just the worst. Cooper the, Rush is the best, But Cooper Rush is now the best redhead quarterback in NFL. <laughs> okay, let's move on.
0: <laughs> the Seahawks, the Lions. Uh, Seahawks win 48 to 45 in what is the best offensive battle in the history of the NFL somehow. Uh, the Seahawks had zero punts for the first time in franchise history. Wow. George. Um, and it was a battle of two amazing quarterbacks in Geno Smith and Jared Goff. And the Seahawks pulled it off our Seattle Seahawks. We're going to talk about this on our podcast, obviously. So if you want to hear more about it there. But uh, the Seahawks are two and two. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm just excited about that. And that the fact that they had no punts is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I, I'm going to take a second here because we're going to talk about the Seahawks more in our uh, Seattle podcast, as you said. Great, the no punt thing. The Lions might be one of the best one in three teams of all time. Just, I just wanted to point that out.
0: We said this last year though. So at some point I gotta just assume they're bad. Right? What's like up? last year there was like what they, how many wins did they have? Like four. And like yeah. we were like they could have had eleven if they one run or one uh touchdown game. So it's like right. if that keeps happening, are you good or are you bad?
1: You have bad coaching, as I've been saying about Dan Campbell, over and over and over again. They lost by three this year. They lost by nine. They lost by four. They lost by three. Dan when it comes... Campbell
0: is on the no-go zone on this podcast. We like well, him, all right?
1: I like him as a person. i love him to be on our podcast. i love to listen to him. But if he's my favorite team's head coach, he's a bad head coach, plain and simple, in my opinion.
0: I don't like the Dan Campbell hate on the show, but all I got to say is Seahawks tied for first in the division. And yeah, the, there's a reason they're called the cardiac cats, the lions, because they're fucking, they just, they they either blow every game or they find a way to come
1: back and just not win
0: it. Just by a little bit.
1: <laughs> exactly. All right. So Titans 24 Colts 17 and the game, another game where I didn't watch too much of it to become quite frank. Yeah, I have nothing to say. All right, let's let's just get on to the next one. Then, sure. Sammy. Bears Giants, uh,
0: twelve to twenty. Giants win. Um, These all I'm going to say about this game because I have a lot to say about some of these quarterbacks later. The Bears might be the worst two and two team I've ever seen, and the Giants are for sure by far the worst three and one team I've ever seen in my life.
1: Well, here's the thing with the Giants being – we say they're a bad 3-1 and team, but their defense has been really good, and Saquon, Saquon Barkley is so damn good, he's carrying the team. Like, this team is well-coached, and they have Saquon Barkley in a good defense. Like, I actually think they are a contender to make a, make a playoff spot somehow, but I guess we're going to really find out because they got the Packers – Ravens, Jaguars, Seahawks yeah. coming up. Next Let's wait till weeks. they play a
0: quarterback, which they haven't done, I feel like, yet. And
1: who have they played? Um, they beat the Titans 21 okay. 10, who are not good. Panthers. Like, okay, not a quarterback. Cowboys, they lost. And the Bears. They are the worst
0: three in one team I've ever seen. All, All right. right. Moving on. That's you.
1: This is me. All right. Are you sure? Yes. Because I know, no, this is. This is me. You're right because I did the Titans and Colts. This is why it's hard. You just said move on, so I forgot. What we have I
0: ever missed one? I don't think it's too hard.
1: <laughs> it's not too hard, but I'm uh, I'm I'm talking. I'm a self talker, so I was talking to myself and wasn't paying attention. Jaguars 21 and the Eagles, only undefeated team in the NFL. 29.
0: Uh, I was wrong about the Eagles. They're very good. Same. Uh, I think this is exactly what I wanted to see out of the Eagles is a game where Jalen Hurts didn't necessarily like take over kind of a sloppy game in general, right? Like Jalen Hurts didn't like have a Lamar Jackson type of game to win. They just played good overall football, ran the ball. He had to make some throws. They did it. um, And they found a way to pull out a win. I just, I'm extremely impressed. I have nothing to really say on the Jaguars side. They obviously are still a very much improving team and, It's on the road. It's okay to lose this game by a touchdown. I'm not really concerned about
1: that. Yeah. Everything you said, I just echo completely. Like, yeah, you you hit the nail there. I don't have anything to add. Okay. We move on then.
0: Uh, Let's see. We have, oh, the world's favorite milf hunter, Zach Wilson
1: and the Jets.
0: 24 to 10 against the Steelers.
1: Well, 24, 20 against the Steelers. 24 20 it is, yes. Yeah. Another team. Uh, when you look up at the standings, you say this team's two and two. The New York Jets, who are undefeated on the road. Uh, Zach Wilsonville did look really, really, really competent there. Maybe he is there. I thought if you were going to say good. I was like, hold on. He looked, yeah, he looked, looked he competent. Looked, yeah, and like threw two picks also.
0: So he looked okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, just a competent quarterback. He doesn't look like he's you know a complete problem. Like, you watch Justin Field in Chicago, and you're like, okay, this guy can't play football. Yeah, it's an issue. Yeah. So, and you see Zach Wilson; he looked competent. They're two and two. Um, they really haven't. You know, I. They're not two and two impressively. That's something to take away there. And uh, the Steelers look like they're just rebuilding.
0: Well, this, unfortunately, the Steelers aren't rebuilding. And this is what I think is really interesting: is they have the highest payroll of any defense in the NFL. So this was support, and I know I think well, both mm-hmm. not both. What's his name? T.J. Watt. Got hurt, I think. But when you have the highest payroll for any team and defensively in the NFL, like, it's really tough when you start off one and three. Uh, not a great look. And I obviously think now that uh, what is it? Never losing season for Tomlin is is, is definitely in extreme jeopardy at
1: this point because they don't yeah, look like oh, you are going to totally. win. Game. I, I totally look like it's in jeopardy. All right. Turn. So oh, you know, I, I was I was pretty sure there. I, that's why I hesitated. Hesitation. I'm getting better at this. Bills, 23. Ravens, 20. And here's what's interesting, Sammy, about this game. The Ravens are now two and two and have trailed for a total of 14 seconds the whole entire season somehow. That's that's
0: I don't know. How accurate is that? Um,
1: it's very oh, trail.
0: So it's not, not tied. No, no, no trailed
1: fair. for a total of 14 seconds this season. Okay. If you or could ties, be 16. for a while. Could be 16, but I think it's 14. Thank you for the <laughs> amazing stat. It's a good not stat.
0: Really, could be 18 seconds. Could be 23 if I'm not mistaken. No, 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 I, 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 I just call.
1: remember it's 14 or 16.
0: Well, uh, they are really shooting themselves in the foot, to say the least. Because they like you said i have only trailed for a couple seconds this year and i i still feel like they should be a 4 and 0 team. Um, the mm-hmm. loss to the dolphins was kind of dumb. Uh, I'm not saying like i i'm not saying i'm better than them. I don't fucking know how to coach football, but like it was dumb. Like they were up uh, 20 to 10 at halftime here and scored zero points in the second half at home against the dolphins. They blew a giant lead. It's a little unfortunate cuz uh like i said, i think they could be a 4-0 team, and instead they're sitting at 2-2, two and two and that's never where you really want to be when you've played as good as they have.
1: Absolutely. That's all you got? Well, it's a one-minute warning. I know that we went over a so okay. minute. Just keep so. going. I'm timing the whole segment. Just talk. Alright, alright. Well, yeah, yeah, I was just trying to follow the rules of this podcast. You don't know what the time is. I know you don't
0: have a timer on. I have a timer.
1: No, but I also, for the... Um... I wrote down when this started because I wanted to make a little clip about this at fifteen forty. So it's been a minute and twenty. I don't. It's all good, Bo. The thing here this is, guy, Jesus man, just just have. Uh, go ahead, please. Well, you said you said that no, I no, don't no, know no, how no, long it's been. I do. This, this, so. this, oh, well, we are the
0: woman warning. warnings. So let me explain to the audience for forty-five seconds that I wrote down a time for a YouTube clip.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. Anyway, the point is here. I don't know if I like them not kicking a field goal tie twenty twenty with like two minutes left.
0: Yeah, Harbaugh kind of came out after and uh, definitely talked about you know that it may have been may have been a mistake and obviously it turned out to be a mistake. It turned out, yeah,
1: hindsight, yeah. yeah. If they scored a touchdown, it probably been like, oh, that was a great call.
0: That's what always happens in this league is when it turns out to be a touchdown, everyone thinks they're geniuses, or it's like, well, Brian Dable went with the Giants where they went for two the first week, and it's like genius if they didn't get it, you'd be an idiot, right? So true. It's it's always easier said than done. Uh, we had the Chargers versus the Texans, and the, the uh, they won thirty-four to twenty-four. Sorry, I was basically going to say I have nothing to say about this. Texans are the worst
1: team in the NFL, I think. So yeah, that's what happens when you hire Lovey Smith. Um, Cardinals twenty-six, Panthers sixteen.
0: Okay, I'm going to save all my thoughts on this game for later in this podcast because. Oh, spoiler Mayfield alert. Has definitely let me down. And, and Kyler Murray actually kind of let us down too. He's played a little better this week, but just these Oklahoma quarterbacks have not turned out as great as we thought. And I know Kyler's goes $200 million contract, but I feel like that was kind of like the Cardinals had to. So,
1: yeah, I don't know. He's, I've changed my mind on um, Kyler Murray a thousand times. We did have two touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. So it was a good
0: game. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: like in general, I change my mind about these, the Kyler Murray every week. So check on me next week. I know the Raiders game. I'm like, this guy's a legend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Patriots lose 24 to 27 in green Bay. Um, But what's his name? Zappy, Zippy, whatever the hell the quarterback is.
1: Zappy. Yeah. He's not bad. (laughs) Um, I mean, look. I, I also thought he was not bad. Like watching that game, I was like, "Oh, Bailey Zappi is pretty good." Did not know he had a fifteen point nine QBR. So hey, I, what I was the
0: stats. QBR can be okay, deceiving.
1: Okay, this is this is why, why I don't understand QBR. And it, okay, Packers won. Cool. Bailey Zappi went 10 for 15, 99 yards and a touchdown, and his QBR is 15.9. Someone explain that to me. Someone. No one no one can explain it. That's the that's the problem.
0: But that's why. So he did play pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm confirming thought. he played pretty
1: good. I'm confirming he I thought he played really good. And then the stats back it up, and then somehow they throw a fifteen point nine QBR at me. I'm like, what well, does that like even any, mean?
0: It's not like it's not like somebody p- picking the number, it's just a computer. I know, but dumb computer. More importantly I going into the season I thought Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are potential oh. Super Bowl pick. The more me I too. watch them, the more like I feel like he's gonna do the same shit, like lose to San Francisco in like the second round and like throw twelve yards. Like and then I don't know. Like they almost season. almost lost to the Patriots. And the Patriots are not very good. I'm like yeah, I don't they, know, I just underwhelming lifeless. Me. And they look lifeless. They're underwhelming.
1: That's a I don't know if I'd say
0: it. lifeless, because they're three and one. So I'd say they're underwhelming.
1: All right. And our favorite segment of the day is now coming up when the Broncos lose. 23 to 32 Mr. Last uh, Mr. Sorry, Mr. Limited loses again.
0: Yeah, I can't really say much about him this week. He actually no, played he had played a good game. But um every loss for the Broncos is helpful for us uh, Seattle homers because we have their first round pick. So I'm going to say thank you so much Russell Wilson for another loss on the board. Um, I know you're so busy carrying the Seahawks last year that maybe he has too much on his shoulders, hence the shoulder injury. Um, and uh, But we have the same record. So maybe Geno Smith's doing a better job, you know, shouldering the
1: load. No pun intended there. A lot of pun intended. It seems like to in- me. Um, yeah, but the Broncos actually don't look like they're going to be a very good football team to completely be honest. Uh, Williams is now the running back is out. You know, sometimes you can see lost like
0: nine receivers. This lost,
1: year. Yeah. Lost nine receivers. Uh, Randy Gregory is now hurt on the IR. Uh, in general, it feels like they're having a season from hell. Like sometimes you can tell right away from at the beginning of the year. Oh, this team is having a season from hell.
0: Russell Wilson wouldn't like to hear that.
1: Oh, God's, I know. Got, God's got his back true <laughs> as Aaron Rodgers would
0: say <laughs> all right sorry I and mean, good win for the Raiders they needed that let's they just, needed that, yeah. just throw that out there because they did sign Devonte Adams and Chandler Jones and like a bunch of people this offseason it was good to get a win on the board yeah congratulations Las yeah. Vegas um yeah, congratulations Oakland Los Angeles Las Vegas and all surrounding areas that root for the Raiders Raider the nation yeah, Raider nation Uh, Chiefs, Bron, Chiefs, Buccaneers, almost said Broncos, Chiefs, Buccaneers, Chiefs win on the road in Tampa, 41 to 31. And I will just say, uh, another team that's kind of like, they remind me of the Packers this year, but maybe it's because more of injuries
1: and stuff, is the, the Buccaneers feel a little underwhelming as well. Not lifeless, but underwhelming. See, here's the thing with the Buccaneers and why I'm not really worried about them too much. This happened to them two years ago when they started off the season, I think, two and three. And they looked lifeless and they looked like they were having trouble and they looked like they were in Brady had, you know, kind of got it uh, got, was lost. I mean, they had that game against the Saints where they were they got kind of blown out. But in the second half, Brady came alive. And put up some really good stats um, against Drew Reese and the Saints, and this has kind of reminded me of this this year, where they looked lifeless, they looked bad. Brady had a huge second half, and they still lost a game. But I saw some stuff in that game, which tells me I think the Buccaneers are actually going to turn the corner here after this week. Um, I think they're going to put up a, beat the Falcons and then go on a run. That's my uh, especially now that Brady's single, he can really concentrate on football. He's not half quite single. Thing. Not yet. Yeah. He's in the process of filing. We don't even know if they filed for divorce. They have divorced yeah. lawyers hired. True, but they got the Falcons, Steelers, and Panthers the next three weeks. I think we're going to see. Look at them and it'll be five and two. Yeah,
0: possibly. But Brady does not look the exact same now. He's totally fine. Like he's still probably like the. He's like a LeBron stage. You're really. like, yeah, hey, you're still the like fifth best player in the league. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, about if if, I would to, say that's you, a good that's a good number
0: if we need you to turn it on and be the best today just for one day I could probably do it um, but it, it feels a little lifeless I don't know and they, they, they've they been dealing
1: with a lot of injuries as well so let's not forget that and yeah I think coach. and a new coach I think this is this will be the week we see it turn around and they go on a run fair game all, all right so game. one more game left to hear Rams nine who speaking of looking lifeless versus the 49ers 24.
0: Yeah, that, that was weird I thought you were about to say Rams niners but you said Rams nine wow oh wow that, 49ers, I kind of like that I didn't think
1: of that I was I was very paused
0: for a second uh three points is embarrassing for this Rams team but 49ers might have one of the best defenses like historically mm-hmm. uh I'm not gonna give you like a range I'm not like one of those people what? that'd be like this is like the 14th best defense of all time. <laughs> since
1: 1997 where do you think you they rank all time yeah they're they're good
0: they're very good. They're like maybe on Seahawks like 2013-14 level, pretty close. Wow, up.
1: that's I mean, that's pretty good. That yeah. puts them about third in my rankings all time. Thank
0: you. <laughs> I'm kidding. I have no <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're they're a very good defense. Um and, you know, I, I God, this is going to come off wrong, but whatever. Like the best thing that happened for them is Trey Lance getting hurt this year. Um, And now I don't wish that upon anybody, but it's probably the best thing that's ever happened to them because this team was built not to have a second year quarterback, right? This team was built to have a vet as a veteran Super Bowl contending team. And even without Trent Williams right now, they're still dominating a team like the Rams. And having Jimmy Garoppolo is the exact quarterback you'd want for this situation.
1: Yeah, good running game, check down, play good defense. When Trent Williams, yeah, when Trent Williams comes back, I, I mean I we're Seattle Seahawks fans and you know it's not what we're rooting for, but I think the 49ers should be the favorites to win the NFC.
0: Yeah, I think so too, actually. So and Jim like everyone wants to hate on Jimmy Garoppolo, but like the guy's pretty perfect. He's pretty good.
1: Have. He's good, yeah. he's not great, he's never gonna be the top five, 10 quarterback. He's not gonna. He's not gonna fuck you up. Yeah, it's good for what they need. Yeah, exactly. No problem with it. All right. Well, that is your
0: two um, one one minute, minute warning. One minute warning. Sorry. Whatever it is. It's really, technically, the real name is a two minute warning. The real, real football name. <laughs> but that is our one minute warning, uh, and uh, we're gonna get on to three kings and three stooges of NFL quarterbacks. Before we get there, George, I'm gonna throw out a little plug again, which right. is. If you guys want to do some daily fantasy with us, go to Prize Picks. That's an app. It's daily fantasy. It's legal in like almost forty states. So like California, Jeez, Texas, that's a lot of states. This guy, California, Texas. The states where gambling's not allowed. This is not gambling. It's daily fantasy, so you can actually bet on the over/under, player props, and all the different cool things they have. And you just gotta use the promo code SANT, Sont S O N T. And you'll get—they'll match you up to a hundred dollars on your first deposit. So make sure you go show us some love and sign up there, and uh, use promo code Sant or the Sports on Tap—all one word, whatever one you like to use.
1: Yeah, and it's gonna be really fun during the baseball playoffs because I know a lot of people start kind of watching more baseball during the playoffs. So it's just a nice way to add some action to your uh, to your television set. To your wallet, or your wallet too, yeah.
0: Your television
1: set. Yeah, while you're watching TV, you can get a little Doesn't add more action. action
0: to your TV. Like that was a very bad analogy. Action to your eyes, more you know, action to your wall. You add a- just action to your there viewing you pleasure. Add more action to your couch. <laughs> oh, well, also be kind truth. of fun.
1: Oh goodness. All right, we're um, we gotta go now. We're gonna go do some mm-hmm. Three Kings, Three Stooges. All right, where do you want to start well. with last th- this week? I started last week. What do you like to start with this week? Stooges. Stooges. All right.
0: I'm going to give you my first one really quick, which I think we should both have, is Carson Wentz.
1: Okay. So Carson Wentz is and is not on my list because I'm going to – he is. There we go. Okay. He is. He is on my list. But I'm going to ask you a question here. Can we have two quarterbacks from the same team be on the Stooges list or do we combine them into just one quarterback? One.
0: Okay, if you're talking There's, about Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor, who are you talking n- uh, about? Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. Uh, and I left both of them off the list. Doesn't how matter. can and how because well, they're it's a combined game? It's like when somebody gets hurt, I can't, I'm not going to put Andy but, Dalton and Jameis Winston, sir. Okay, but but, but
1: but but then can no, but sorry, Mitch Trubisky has to be on the list and he didn't get hurt, he got benched.
0: I know, but he didn't play a full game. I can't, I'm yeah. not gonna, I, I just not gonna put somebody that didn't play a full game on my list, it's not even worth it because now he's not the quarterback.
1: He lost his job. So isn't he exactly. like the
0: worst, like losing no, your he's job not week quarterback anymore? So when you're not the quarterback anymore, I'm not gonna put you on a list of worst
1: quarterbacks, then like he's, he's not even it, the quarterback. But this is a full season thing. That's why I was gonna say, like Pittsburgh Steelers quarterbacks this week were stooges. Like that was kind of my thing. Then I'd add Carson Wentz. Mitch Trubisky was so bad that he had bench and lost his job. If it's a week, if it's a weekly thing, this is that's that's a definition of a stooge you're so bad that they to have to bench you, like, isn't that the like? The yeah, essence not the quarterback anymore.
0: That's what Bob I know. Is.
1: So, it's I know
0: like, he's when you're not the quarterback, I don't want you on my like, whatever you guys, it's a team problem, not a. So I that, mean, like, Kenny Pickett might be worse than him. Well, I mean, yeah, Kenny,
1: Kenny, Kenny Pickett was through three picks in his debut, I, so it's like, I know that's why I have both of them on my list Pickett and Trubisky, Trubisky for losing his job, and Pickett for throwing all these picks that great name to be Pickett, And then I had Carson Wentz and Justin Fields, but I didn't know which one. I didn't know how to delegate these. That's my problem right now. Carson Wentz wouldn't be on the list then if you had to use the like Steelers. I
0: mean, first of all, Daniel Jones played worse than anybody. I know he won the
1: game. So like we have to give some didn't even fin-
0: it, Didn't Tyrod Taylor play? <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, because Jones got hurt, but I think Jones came back and finished the game. I know, I know. Look, honestly, this has been the toughest week for me for Stooges and Kings because, like, no one was really – the teams that won, the quarterbacks, a lot of them were bad, and then the winners, like – I Who's worse, Carson Wentz or Baker Mayfield? Oh, I, can't, I mean, I, I would say Carson Wentz.
0: Okay, I'm taking Daniel Jones off my list because they won
1: first and foremost. But I'd say Carson Wentz was worse than Baker Mayfield. Me too. Yeah. So, de- Okay, let's agree on this. Carson Wentz definitely on the list.
0: Carson Wentz is on the list and Justin Fields is on the list because that guy should also already have lost his job if possible. Yeah. I just don't think they have a good enough backup. So if that's the case...
1: It's, we'll just we have to go with like Steelers. With Steelers, yeah. It's Steelers quarterbacks. I think that's fair. I wasn't sure if we could like I kinda wanted the first ever two stooges from two stooges, one team in history of this podcast. Yeah, but then
0: Carson Wins wouldn't be on the list, and I'd feel unfair because he deserves. If there's anybody in this NFL. I, I think he
1: deserves it more than Justin Fields to be honest. <laughs> Cuz at least they expect him to throw the ball. Justin Fields they're like, "Oh, dude, you're so bad. Don't mess this up." And he's like, "Okay, I'll try." And then then you got like Carson Wentz who's like, "There's a guy open." And then throws it. "Oh, wrong team." Do you realize how bad <laughs> Justin Fields is? I know, but at least he's not making mistakes. He sucks. I get it. 11, 22, 174 yards. But they're like, hey, man, just be careful. Don't turn over the ball. Carson Wentz is literally just... I I give up on Carson Wentz. I'm never going to defend him again. He's going to throw four touchdowns next week, and I'm going to be like, no, I'm not defending him. Carson
0: Wentz has played much better than Justin Fields. Carson Wentz is 62% completion. Over a 1,000 yards, and I think he has eight touchdowns.
1: This is a a week-by-week, remember, but we're not... No,
0: I understand, but just... It doesn't matter, just because, listen, just hear me out. Justin Fields has thrown a 50% completion percentage on the year. 50. Mm -hmm. 400 yards, two touchdowns, and four interceptions.
1: Who hurt their team more last week?
0: Justin Fields hurts their team more every... He can't even... If they need him to throw the ball four yards, he's averaging... Uh, almost under 100 yards per game. <laughs> he can't throw the ball.
1: I, I I get it. Okay, but just keep Justin Fields on there. Keep Carson Wentz and we'll put the Steelers as a combined quarterback. Like Steelers quarterbacks or stooges. That's what we have to do. All right. That's fair. I I, I have no issue. I hate with, it, but we have to do it. Like, do. Uh, no, no, I know. Okay. So you really think, let's get to Justin Fields before half a second.
0: He's the worst like, quarterback he, in the NFL by far. Not even, not even, I would have, I'd, if I was the Bears, I would rather go back and have Mitch Trubisky right now.
1: you rather have Mitch Trubisky yes. than Justin Fields? Trubis- Justin
0: Fields has thrown for 300 yards less than Mitch Trubisky and has the same amount of touchdowns and Trubisky has less picks. That's okay. how bad Justin Fields is. Okay,
1: you think he's the worst quarterback in the NFL? Though. Is that really, like, you really think that or are you just saying that? Because you seem to have like vendetta against... Who, no, I'm kidding. Who's worse than him? Okay, that's why I was going to go through this list and see. Would you rather have... Daniel Jones. Okay, Baker Daniel Mayfield. Jones. Okay, Daniel Jones or Justin Fields?
0: Daniel Jones, by far, they're three wow. and one at least. Daniel Jones, at least, can he rushes the ball better than him somehow, too? Okay. And he's thrown for 700 yards almost and
1: has a 59% completion to
0: uh, what's this guy? Justin
1: Fields, 50.7. Okay. Um, Baker Mayfield or Justin Fields this year?
0: Baker Mayfield. He's thrown okay. more touchdowns, less picks, and has 300 more yards. Marcus and,
1: Mariota or Justin Fields? That's not even a question. Come on. Marcus Mariota is so right, much better that's than Justin Fields. Um, Carson Wentz or Justin Fields? Carson Wentz. Not even close. Carson Wentz is 12th in passing yards. Like he can okay. throw the football. Davis Mills or Justin Fields?
0: Okay, this is where you make it interesting. But Davis Mills, no, Davis Mills has played like 15 times better, actually. Look at the numbers 62%. 900 yards, five touchdowns, four picks.
1: Jacoby Brissett or Justin Brissett, Fields? But they're two and two because <laughs> Brissett's keeping them alive. I feel so bad right now for Chicago Bear fans. Okay, um, I, that's kind of it. Those are all the quarterbacks. Yeah, Any person it. right now you could say is like, if
0: Kenny Pickett's the starter now, maybe I'd take Kenny Pickett because uh, I don't least know what I'm getting. You're
1: going to take – yeah, you don't know what you're getting. So Justin Fields is the worst quarterback in the NFL. I think – I think, Sammy, I'm going to have to agree with you. Justin Fields is the worst quarterback in the NFL. It's
0: like, I don't even think it's close. And I'm talking about guys who are the starters, right? Right, like, right. I'm not talking about, right now, Kenny Pickett or Zach Wilson. You know, his numbers aren't very great, but he's played one game, right? Uh, who else would I? Bailey Zappi, I'm not considering him.
1: I'm not talking about the guys that have played. No, like no, yeah, you're talking about, like, this is guys who are starting quarterback this year. If like they started three or four games
0: this year, right? Yeah. Like, um, I mean, you just go through the list. There's I'm not even gonna look at the top like twenty guys in passing yards. Then you get to the territory of uh Davis Mills, Joe Flacco, who's better than him, unfortunately. Um, Jameis Winston, Brissett, Mac Jones, Tannehill, Mariota, Baker, Rush, Trubisky, Jones, Garoppolo Fields in passing yards. So like he's thirty second in passing yards. Wow, wow. And, and <laughs> they, he's played four games. Garoppolo's only played three. So is Mac Jones. They've never had a quarterback. Yeah, the best quarterback in franchise history is Jay Cutler still. And that's pretty yeah. like, and, you know, as if you guys don't know, we have our San Chicago team, uh, our Sports on Tap Chicago pages. You know, we've talked to them about it a lot. Like, I don't know if I'm crazy, but is Jay Cutler the best quarterback of all time? A lot of them say, yeah, kind of is. Like, you, like there hasn't been somebody that we could really say is more talented than Jay Cutler as Bears quarterback. No. No, and more entertaining. Yeah, he is very entertaining, too.
1: Kind of a jackass, but like a good jackass. Yeah, great jackass. The so kind of jackass you'd want. Yeah, the kind of jackass you want to be friends with and take him to the bar with you, and you know no yeah. one will fuck with you. Yeah, he's a good guy. All right, uh, so Justin Fields certified. The He's the stooge. The stooge, the worst quarterback in the NFL.
0: <laughs> he won't have a job within a year and a half. He might be a backup or something. He's not gonna have to be. He's not going be a starting quarterback after next year if he st- if he no.
1: stays like this. Sorry. No, no. I mean, I'll asking. add that.
0: I'm not saying he can't. Like,
1: you know. No, prepare. I I totally get what you're saying. So, All yeah, right, To trying. the kings. Yep, it's the easy ones for me. me I mean, well, it's Kyler. pretty. Two of them are really easy. I had kind of trouble finding a third king. Obviously, the king of the NFL, king of a week, king of of the world. Probably should be president of the United States. He would probably stop Russia from invading Ukraine. As Geno Smith,
0: he's the best quarterback in the NFL. I don't know what's happening, um, but he's just been the best. I don't care what anyone says, it's Like the guy is literally seventy-seven percent completion. He's the first player in NFL history to do that through four games, like with at least a hundred pass attempts. Um, One thousand. He's like he's top ten in passing yards, six touchdowns, two picks. Um, I think he has the best quarterback rating in the NFL. No, Tua had the best quarterback rating in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes and Geno Smith,
1: Lamar Jackson. So I, I don't know makes, what's going on. What, but. what happened? Like, Okay, so he was this good at Virginia Tech, right? I mean, sorry, West Virginia. West Virginia. What happened to this guy to get like? – We'll get to the other Kings here in a second, well, but what I, happened? Not, How did he get he he so good? Not, he's
0: not might not be this good. Let's not get to what happened because this is – Also, just a product of he's having a good streak right now. He could be really crappy starting
1: next week. So, I wouldn't get to the point where I'm saying, I'm
0: not not at the point where I'm going to say what happened, as in, like, he's Patrick Mahomes.
1: Well, okay. How many games do you need? Like, let's say he does this through 13 weeks, right? Where he's, you know, playing as a top six, seven, eight quarterback in the NFL. Do you, what do you say? Like, is this, I mean, through 13 weeks, sure. Mm -hmm. But, like, I mean, it's not like,
0: let's not forget last weekend against San Francisco, he was. 24 for 30, 197 yards with no touchdowns and a pick. So True. But then go look what they
1: did to Matt Stafford this week. I mean, you're like, oh, maybe that's San I totally understand. defense. I'm just
0: saying. It's not like he had a great game. And they lost to the Falcons the week before. So he's not like uh, – he hasn't been perfectly consistent, but he's been a very good quarterback. And they – I mean, he threw for 320 yards on 76% completion, two touchdowns and no picks. and a added,
1: yeah, And added 50 yards on the ground. I was getting
0: there, but and that's mm-hmm. why, that's why I said rushing, the word rushing, rushing touchdown, and used his legs and had a hundred thirty-two quarterback rating. Like he basically played what some may consider like a perfect game, and no sacks.
1: Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of funny, right? I mean, I thought our old line could never protect anyone. Well, um, we have two rookies and a
0: second-year guy on the line that
1: we purposely usually don't rookies don't. don't protect that well right off the bat i mean it's not like it's not like we didn't spend our off season you
0: know i don't know i'm just very happy
1: for geno smith and i just i I, i'm really really happy for him yeah um all right jared
0: groff's obviously on there too for this week even though they lost
1: oh really i didn't put him on there i'm you're gonna convince me to have him on there so that's why i was kind of like confused i had patrick mahomes and justin herbert you have patrick mahomes as well right
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, Herbert didn't have that great of a game, if you look at the numbers. Yeah, if
1: you actually go around the NFL, and that's why I'm going to agree with you on the um, Jared Goff thing, is if you go around the whole NFL, no one really had a huge game other than, like you said, Goff in a loss.
0: Yeah, uh, Mahomes was the next one easily because... It was him or Tom Brady. Actually, him and Tom Brady had the best stats outside of Goff and Smith. It just happened to be the games. Like, if I could have four, personally, it would have been two guys that played against each other, Brady and Mahomes, and Goff and uh, Smith. But I'm going to give it to Goff because Goff, you know, it's... And the same would have gone for Gino if they lost
1: as their defense
0: gave up 48 points. I mean, he gave up a right. pick six, I understand, but he also passed 378 yards, four touchdowns, and a pick.
1: And then I saw a stat. He's now been involved in three of the 20 highest scoring games in NFL history, which is pretty ridiculous if you ask me.
0: Yeah, and it was a score Gami, the first ever 48 to 45 game in the history yep. of the NFL. Um, Jared Goff's third in the NFL in passing yards at 1,126. And he's first in the NFL in passing touchdowns at eleven. So,
1: yeah. so I'm gonna give it to him. Hey, here's yeah. a good question for you. If you are the Rams, right, would you rather have for the next four years going forward? Let's use four years, would you rather have Matt Stafford or Jared Goff? Four years. Not not I totally understand last year's situation. They won the Super Bowl. I totally understand maybe this year, but the next four years going forward. <sighs> Goff's 27. Mm -hmm. How old's Stafford? 34. 34. So do you think Matt Stafford, 34 to 38, will be better than Goff 27 through 31? No. Actually, I don't.
0: But you have to always remember, I don't think they would have won the Super Bowl if they had Goff last year. So.
1: See, I want. I I actually agree with you on that. I don't think they would have won the Super Bowl of golf last year. But I just wonder why we think that, because we've seen them go to the Super Bowl with golf. I could. What was the NFC Championship game actually like last year? I forget what the final score was, but I think it was a low-scoring game. I don't think Stafford necessarily played great in that NFC Championship game. I, I don't know, but yeah, I, I mean.
0: He was the Super Bowl MVP. No, he yeah. wasn't. Cup was. No, Cup but, was. I mean, without the quarterback, Cup would not have been the Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. <laughs>
1: but yeah, so I mean, so you, but going forward, like if they could, like if Detroit called them today and is like, let's, let's reverse this trade. You guys won your Super Bowl. We want Stafford back. You guys get goff. What do you think they would do?
0: Um, they would say no because Stafford won the Super Bowl for them. Probably. Okay. But, and they signed him. Oh. Goff's been good, but, like, I don't know if he's better than Matt Stafford. No, he I don't be think better he's better. In like, three years. And Goff in the NFC Championship threw for 350 yards and two touchdowns. So Stafford? Like 45 attempts, yeah. Stafford, oh, wow, that's pretty pretty good. Yeah, he was 31 for 45. Three, 337, two touchdowns yeah. in a pick.
1: Yeah, no, totally understand the trade. I think they'd do it 100 out of 100 times. I'm just wondering, going forward, who's going to be better. And they were down...
0: Seventeen to seven in the fourth quarter and scored fourteen unanswered. Okay, 13. see
1: that's where Jared
0: Goff probably would wouldn't have done it. Yeah. No,
1: totally agree.
0: Yeah, and I don't. I just Goff's Goff's a perfect person, person for Detroit. Just mm-hmm. let him be in Detroit. That's All a perfect right. like, guy that they could have.
1: Fair and enough. Patrick Mahomes, whatever we
0: don't need to talk about. him. We talk about Mahomes enough. Yeah, he was good. Well, let's. Let's just recap. We had Wentz, Fields, and Steelers as the three worst quarterbacks in the NFL. And we had Geno Smith, Jared Goff, and Patrick Mahomes as the uh,
1: kings of the week. And uh, George,
0: let's get on to our last and final segment.
1: All right, Sammy. If you want to explain to the people what this segment is, or do you think we should just go for it? Well, we're doing Did This
0: Really Happen? Every week we pick a story, stat, something that do we really think this happened? For example, we did the Nolan Ryan strikeout list, uh, or sorry, Nolan Ryan complete games in a row, or whatever. Cy Young, Cy Cy Young, thank you, Mm -hmm. Cy Young complete games, um, which was like a ridiculous amount, and it
1: doesn't even make sense. Then the week after, what did we do? We did, we did uh, the Cal Ripken. Did he uh, get a fight with Kevin Costner?
0: Yeah, so did this really happen? Now, this week, we have another one. And uh, as George knows, going into this one, I think this one's a very realistic one. So maybe not a biggest fan of it, but
1: George can maybe convince me otherwise. So All right. I want to let them know what it is. All right, so Sammy, did this really happen? Ted Williams, the great Ted Williams, had a 482 on on-base percentage, not in his season, but in his career. Um, the reason I wanted to bring this one up is... A lot of Major League records this year have been not really broken. I wouldn't say broken. Judge hit 62. That didn't really break a record. Judge, Albert Pujols, Judge
0: hit the seventh most home runs of all time.
1: The, the AL record. Um, Albert Pujols hit his 700th home run, which moves him up as one of only four players ever hit 700 home runs. Miguel Cabrera hit got his 3,000th hit. And Ted Williams is the last player to hit 400. Now, no one's hit 400 since. So I looked up. He has the highest on-base percentage in Major League Baseball history at eighty two. So essentially, he almost got on base one out of every two times coming to at-bat, which to me— A little less than one out of every two. A, a little less. I said almost one out of two uh, at-bats. Do you think this will ever happen again? And obviously, we, we know it happened. But did this really happen? And will it ever happen again? 482 on-base percentage. The highest of all time.
0: 482. Now, if you want to say one out of every other, you make it sound much more unlikely. But if you want to break it down as 4.8 times out of every 10 at-bats, which is the exact number, 4.8 times out of 10 Mm at-bats, to me, makes it not very shocking. Which, imagine if you're the best batter. Imagine Barry Bonds, who I'm assuming was close to it in one of his years. I don't know if you have the numbers of that, but... I'm sure Barry Bonds got somewhere. Let's see. Like I'm going to go, I'm going to Google it. Barry Bonds best on base percentage.
1: All right. Cause Ted Williams best on base percentage for a season was five fifty three. So 5.5 out of every 10 at bats. And he also batted four Oh six that year 37 home runs in 129. Yeah,
0: okay. Well, can I tell you why it's very believable and exactly. gonna, you're going to hate this rebuttal now. Um, Barry Bonds holds the two records for the most highest on base percentages in in a single season. What's that? Um, he at thirty nine years old, mm-hmm. he had a six oh nine uh, on base percentage. Like, so he's
1: that's, so, that's fucking ridiculous. Like and to me, these numbers, numbers are
0: ridiculous. And <laughs> like... he holds number two at thirty seven years old, a five eight one on base percentage. So okay. As I was saying, why I didn't find it very shocking, because mm-hmm. back then, if you were extremely dominant um, in the Ted Williams era, right? Like, could I imagine you getting a hit off some plumbers twice, a, like, you know, every t- two times, every 10 at-bats, and then get walked two times every 10 at-bats?
1: Absolutely, right? And back
0: then, let's just
1: be he honest. Put some respect on his name. He went to World War II for three years in the middle of his career, came back and batted 342 that season. Time out. This was not disrespect towards him. Think about what I just said. Could against he, some because plumbers. he's
0: so, yeah, because he's so much better than everybody else at that time. Could he bat against some plumbers? Yes. If Barry Bonds, let's just put that human body poof, mm-hmm. in what well, year, like 19, What? give me the year.
1: Well, it doesn't matter because, I mean, Bonds cheated and that's like, like the thing here. Like Bonds, forget Bonds. Let's find, who's the highest on base percentage that is not a steroid user? Who's Josh Gibson? What like a year? He, it's like a yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think that was back in the like 1950s.
0: Josh Gibson also has a highest single season above Ted Williams. At 31 years old, he had a five
1: five nine six. For Cleveland, right? Mm, but no, yes. yeah, but no, no, that doesn't count. He didn't play in major league baseball. He played in the Negro leagues only. I don't know.
0: Who That's says that doesn't that. count?
1: Because I'm mean, talking about major league record, I'm asking about major leagues. Like, I, it's unfortunate that he didn't get a play against the best people, right? Like, it, he didn't
0: get a play. Are oh, you sure country. Barry Bonds doesn't have a higher one career? Because he's What's, on this list three times before Ted Williams.
1: What is Barry Bonds' uh, career of, 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 on base percentage? Let's look
0: it up. All right, Barry Bonds. What was the Ted Williams one?
1: Ted Williams was
0: 482. Okay. Barry Bonds career
1: 444. Think...
0: Okay. So it's not that far apart. That's why I feel like it's not. He's only, yeah, he's 444. So that's. Is that
1: second all time? No, I think that's seventh. All right. Let's see. Highest OBP all time. I just wonder, like, like, Ted Williams it's... at 481. Babe
0: Ruth at 473. Josh McGraw, 465. Billy Hamilton, 455. Oscar Charleston, 448. Lou Garrett,
1: 447. Barry Bonds, 443. You know who comes in at 22nd is Edgar Martinez at 417, which is kind of cool. So, this is why, w- w- Mary, as we were
0: talking about this, and I told you it's not that impressive or not well, that okay. shocking. Like, uh, did this really happen, right? Mm-hmm. When you look at the numbers, Ted Williams, his career, mm-hmm. Whatever ranking is 481, right? Whatever it is, yeah. 481, 482. I don't know, you have up to uh, up to 61 different people, including guys that have played in the olden days, including guys like Chipper Jones and Jim Tomei, and all these 61 different people above 400. So to me, it's not like you know,
1: will it ever be beaten? Be you think. That that's kind of one of those things, right? Like that's how I look at it. Is this gonna be ever be? And if the answer is no, then it's very, very it's a crazy number. Yes and no though, because like Career wise, I'm not saying it's single season. I
0: understand, but back then to me it's not that impressive. Because if that happens now, that would be 50 times more impressive with how pitchers pitch, the speed they pitch at with how many pitchers. Oh, no, pay.
1: you're sorry. Remember, we looked up the speed of the pitchers in the 1900s and I'm not they were just talking about, 99. Okay, that's
0: awesome. You just ignored everything I just said. I would love when you do that. I said the speed, the science, the
1: way they rotate pitchers. It's not a pitcher just pitching in his 17th inning in one day. I don't it's, think they did that in the 1940s and 50s. I think they are on a five-day rotation. Let's not – that it was normal rotation back then that's why the 19 early 1900s had all those crazy numbers I think I think it's I just don't think it'll ever happen again that's why I thought it was crazy and i no one's even been close no one's even hit 400 since then so it's just to me I think it's it's one of the hardest records to ever break and that's why I thought it was like did it really happen and I know it happened it's not supposed to be outrageous but I'm just I guess my question is did will it ever be broken? No, but
0: there's a lot of baseball stats that will never be broken because, one, they're either unrealistic now because the game was different back then in a, honestly, unfortunately, in a less good way, it was different back then. I mean, when you have a sport that existed in the 1800s, you're not going to see records broken. One, like, for example, I don't believe Babe Ruth hit a 600-foot home run. You could tell me it happened the rest of my life i don't really believe the ball went outside I, I, the tiger stadium By i wasn't i wasn't days. there
1: to tell you if it happened or not happened but i like to believe it did because it sounds so much nicer and cooler than not happening so I, maybe i'm naive but i believe in aliens and i believe baby roof maybe was an alien there's there's and i know that was supposed to be a joke but like
0: Babe Ruth did not hit a 650 home run. Like, there's no way it went 200 feet outside of Tiger. So Stadium. why?
1: So why did they people, say it did?
0: Because people, somebody went and found it in the parking lot. There, it could have landed 500 feet and rolled all the way. There was no science. There was no cameras. There was no nothing to track it. That's why it said they did. There's also 70 different reports. Some say it went 590 feet. Some people are like, well, it landed on this car at 670 feet there's a reason there's no number to it there's a bunch of different numbers right yeah, right now I, if somebody hits a home run guess how many numbers there are recorded
1: yeah okay well, I, I i agree with the babe ruth one i don't think it actually happened but we'll get to that in maybe on another segment of did this really happen
0: yeah like 600 doesn't even make sense. I'm, I'm sure yeah. there's a
1: sports science that rebuts it like there's not a physical yeah i like, don't actually <laughs> think it happened personally but I think this one happened, and I think like these records. I, I think I know you hate baseball records, but I think it's something we can look back at and just. I don't you know, measure. records.
0: I actually respect them more than most people do because everyone's acting like Darren Judge things a huge deal when he really is the seventh all time. Because you, some people don't want to acknowledge Sammy Sosa, Mark McGwire,
1: and they shouldn't because I, as we were talking about before this podcast, sometimes when you break the law and you break something, and it goes to Congress, there are consequences. If you cheated on your taxes each and every year, what happens? You go to jail. They take your money away. They fine you. These guys did some stuff, and there should be a way that they say hey, this is not the record. I'm sorry. You hit 70 home runs. Cool. It doesn't count as a record. <laughs> Just like if they could take away the Black Sox World Series, if you are sitting here and telling me, oh, the Astros cheated, they should have took away their World Series, which I agree with you. If you can say that. But they that, didn't. But so they didn't. And they Barry should.
0: Bonds, but they didn't. So Barry Bonds, record counts. And so does the Astros World Series, unfortunately. And they y- both should If shouldn't. Jeff Passin, if Jeff Passon, my guy on ESPN, the probably the biggest baseball writer in America, right? I would say the biggest like the Yes. Like the woge of baseball. If he himself, who's a baseball purist and you're a baseball purist, like they usually don't like to say stuff, if he agrees that the Barry Bonds record is the real record, it is a and, real record
1: because it's that's the record.
0: Yeah.
1: The Aaron I Judge, Aaron, what Aaron Judge did is amazing, but the real record is. No, Barry no, that's Bond. the real record. No, no, totally. But what Aaron Judge did is, in theory, the most impressive home run hitting season we've ever had outside In American league. No, ever. Uh, it, literally ever. Cause this is the only one we know that's not cheating. It's, it's the most impressive to me.
0: It doesn't okay, mean it's the we record. I don't
1: know. I don't care what anyone says. There's no
0: exact hundred percent proof that Barry Bonds was doing steroids out here. Now there could be, he could have been, don't get me wrong. I'm just saying there's not a hundred percent guaranteed proof that he was Barry Bonds, regardless of steroids or no steroids, it's probably the best home run hitter in the history of baseball.
1: Like, I, I, I don't know if he would have broken the record. I don't know about that, to be honest with you. I, what, before he took steroids, his highest was 34 home, 42 home runs, and then he jumped to 73. 34, 49, 73. Barry Bonds, man. Come on. No, no, he was great. Barry Bonds is the first ballot hall, hall of famer. At 28 years old, he hit 46 home runs. Sorry about that. And then all the way up at 36, he jumped to 73. <laughs> like like... Uh, I
0: I think I think you're smoking something today. So
1: he if you look at Barry Bonds,
0: okay? Mm-hmm. The guy, Jesus Christ, he's maybe the best player ever batting. Like in his early 20s, he had three thirty three, <laughs> thirty three home runs, 25, 34, 46, 37, 33, 42, 40, 37, 34, 49, 73, 46, 45, 45 and then missed the year, and then 26, 28. I mean, okay, yeah, it's a high number, but that's like saying well, Aaron Judge did something because he... How many did Aaron Judge hit last year, George? I'm not sure how many Aaron Judge hit Okay, let's see. Because so, you said if he jumped from 43 to 73, obviously he did zero. At 34 years old, not at like this so, age. Aaron Judge is 30. How, how why, did, did, why did Aaron Judge get started so late? I, I'm not sure. Aaron Judge hit... 27, 27. We'll ignore the nine because that was the short season. 39 and then 62. Weird. Barry Bonds went from 45 to 73. He went from 39 to 62. Does that mean steroids? No. They might have just gone really good. And he's 30. I mean, everyone thinks, everyone thinks Aaron
1: Judge is like 22 years old. The guy is 30. Okay, are you really going to sit here and pretend that Barry Bonds was in juice when it turned out he was juice? I'm not, not... I'm
0: not pretending he didn't juice. I'm okay. saying that Barry Bonds, regardless of steroids,
1: probably could have gotten like a, a season just
0: like Aaron Judges,
1: for example. Yeah, and that would have been so impressive and we would have uh, celebrated. I yeah, 100 yeah. I'm just and saying so the that, real I'm just record saying, is Barry
0: Bonds. It's yeah, sure,
1: sure. Make it the real record. That's great. And the Astros deserve the World Series. Same thing. Well, they got it. I didn't say they deserve. It. I'm not saying Barry Bonds deserves. Okay, the real that's record. fair. He does not deserve the real record, but
0: he has it. <laughs> he has it. Sure, they don't deserve, deserve the World Series. They have, but unfortunately, they all have the rings and they still have their banner and they and the they haven't put an asterisk on it on MLB.com yet. So yeah, well, it, one, I wonder one day. I think they probably will. I hope so because I think it's actually bullshit. Actually, they, because M, there are some websites that have asterisks on Barry Bonds mm-hmm. and the Hall of Fame doesn't let them in. Okay, then you know what the Hall of Fame should not list the Houston Astros, so they shouldn't have Altuve or, or any of those guys be allowed to make the make the uh. What what's worse, breaking the home run record or winning a World Series? Cheating, <sighs> like I don't. That's pretty close. The, uh, to me, they're both equally as bad, and they're both equally as. But what's I, worse, an individual record being cheated on, or like an entire league? entire teams being cheated by an entire team cheating like it's actually a weird
1: because like you could hit i don't i don't know the answer i i would say that sent what's worse is cheating the home run record because there's only one right it's just one home run record but like there's multiple world series champions but there's only one champion a year. year i know but there's not one home run there's one home run record in history of baseball I don't know. Like, like I don't know no, no. I'm saying they're both really bad. I put I an don't, asterisk on them both. Fuck them. That's what I say. Put an asterisk on them both. But last thing I want to say is like at the end of a day, it won't ever change anything. Well, it won't change anything. But just putting an asterisk on it. Like, okay, you put an asterisk on Barry Bonds. Like until someone hits 73 or breaks he, that record, no everyone's said. gonna be like you know, I dis-
0: disagree because if he's already banned from the Hall of Fame, basically. Right. Right. Like, which I hope he gets in one day because he should. Um, Agreed. he's not in the hall of fame and there's a lot of places that put an asterisk on his home run record, which includes the MLB. I like, if I don't know if the MLB even like listed as like on all places or if the hall of fame lists it as the record, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not quite sure about that. either. Uh,
0: so if, I mean, if you have, I guess the Astros, if I went to, um, if I went to the Hall of Fame and they listed as that Astros caught cheating, and the MLB.com has an asterisk. So when somebody looks back in 30 years, says this they were caught cheating during the season. So there's an asterisk saying that's not going to be recorded in the Hall of Fame and different things. That does change how I see it. If Barry Bonds was legitimately asterisks and in, you know, the record books. Yeah. I would be like, okay, we're pretty, you know we're pretty clear
1: that he he cheated and doesn't count. Yeah, and by the way, this is exactly why I, I kind of wanted – I did the Ted Williams uh, as my choice today at 482 as uh, did this really happen because I wanted to spark a longer and bigger conversation than just Ted Williams and, and achieved just that. So, uh, man, it's just such an interesting conversation. I really think it's one of those that can go on for days. R- r- you can literally talk about out. for days. Yeah uh,
0: the The 756 ball – yeah, uh, the mm-hmm. record for most home runs of all time by Barry Bonds mm-hmm. is at the Baseball Hall of Fame, inscribed with an asterisk.
1: Oh, that's so crazy! So he
0: is ball his ball is at the Hall of Fame. The five six five the seven fifty six. I don't know about seven sixty two, but five seven fifty six was when he broke the record. Yeah, for most home runs of all time, it is at the Hall of Fame with an asterisk. So to me, for example, when you talk about the Astros. They should have an asterisk on the website of the MLB. They should have an asterisk at the Hall of Fame. Or they, they should be told by the MLB to take down their banner at the stadium. If we're going to treat somebody like Barry Bonds like that, the most home runs ever, shouldn't you? don't you think it should be treated like that as well for somebody like the Houston Astros?
1: Um, here's the thing I'm going to say about that. Their
0: manager that. got fucking let
1: go. <laughs> what I was going to say is... The MLBs had a history of punishing people when they have done really bad things. Look at Pete Rose, who's still not in the Hall of Fame. Um, if you have a history of punishing people for cheating the game of baseball, then the Astros who cheated the game of baseball deserved the same punishment that other people had had in the past, plain and simple.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's another asterisk in the Hall
1: of Fame as well. What's that? What's
0: <laughs> that? Right? Asterisks have been used in baseball since 1899. John McGraw, John McGraw's manager George Weltling claimed that his player Joe Kelly had been struck by a stone by Brooklyn's Jack Doyle. The claim was found to be false and McGraws was fined $5. This isn't 1899,
1: Sorry. <laughs> you know what? Do <laughs> we save I mean, keep this for next week's did this really happen because I'm very inter- I'm actually really interested in this story and I, I want to save it for a segment because this sounds ridiculous when you say struck I don't know. with a stone <laughs> I, well he didn't actually get struck with a stone as part right. of the story but i know no, i'm excited for this one like write that uh, down don't forget i hope it. i don't forget it i don't know
0: i don't know if this is gonna last the whole segment but this might just be like a 10 second thing on the podcast next or
1: week. a tiktok or something but like the, if, if you don't think it's gonna last a whole segment tell me it now and then let's, let's spin it off and we'll do it later okay
0: we've already gone like 50 hours over our time, usually. I know, usually
1: but, but you know what, man? Did it really? Will anyone at the end of this beat Ted Williams' record? I say no. No, oh, but I still find it fraudulent. <laughs> all right, good enough. Thanks for listening to Did This Really Happen? Did this where really everything,
0: happen? Everything usually does happen. Yeah, it all did. Pro- well, no, last week, Cal Ripken actually, the they oh, all yeah, both came out and here. said, like, I've never even been to the dude's house. So, yeah, that and never. Happened. At the, and there's pictures of him at the stadium. So, it didn't happen. But for those that uh, enjoy this stuff, make sure to check out the sports on at the sports on tap on all platforms. And uh, you'll find us everywhere. And it's the sports on tap podcast, or you'll see us everywhere as SONT S O N T. That's the abbreviation to sports on tap. Fun fact. Um, check us all out there. And uh, George, what do we like to tell everyone?
1: Hey, thanks for stopping by. Thanks y'all. Peace. <laughs>